Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before we get set foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16-style tournament. And we argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what kind of chair do we use we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We're talking about something we are uniquely positioned to understand. Greater than anyone on Earth. Greater than any force in the universe is friendship. We all know that. Mm-hmm. And who's the most powerful friendship on Earth? It's me, Nick. Easy. No That's doubt. It. Right there. And we're going to figure out, besides us... Who is the best friends in pop culture? Who are not, the best, you and your, yeah. not you and your friend, Tim. Fuck off. I'm sure you guys are fine. Yeah, but it's great. Oh, you and Jessica or whoever. I was no. there. I was there when their baby was born. Bitch, I do not care. That is I was not... there. I was there when the baby was conceived. <laughs> in, the, in the closet filming. Yeah. For our secret website that we do as friends. As friends. Which is a crime. <laughs> uh... Folks, hey, yeah. hey, 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 friend crime, friend crime. And that's a, and that, and we're on it. And honestly, we're going to talk about some friend crime here uh, in this, in this bracket. Uh, we're here in group B where we have the four seed JD and Turk from Scrubs going up against the 13 seed Thelma and Louise. If you don't know, I, I'm not going to help you. And uh, then we have the five seed, the best friends stable in AEW going up against the 12 seed Calvin and Hobbs. Cody. Where do you want to start? We fancied ourselves JD and Turk for a long time in our relationship. We think, watched a lot of scrubs. Yeah. We our early jokes were founded in the scrub sauce. Easily. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's definitely, I think, with a lot of friendships, you know, you're trying to find those things that you, you know, what do you share in common and what do you have there that you can kind of build this thing on? Mm-hmm. And for us, it was the band May and Scrubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah, it. It's, ev- it's evolved from there, but that was. Definitely the two main things of our gumbo, right. our friendship gumbo. Exactly. That made the booyah base, you know, that <laughs> yeah, we could, exactly. You know, we added in our own shrimps and sausages and, and okra later of friendship. But these were the things that we built it on. But I that being said, we're gonna have some spoilers for Thelma and Louise. I would also shoot anybody who tried to rape you. hundred percent. hundred percent. No one's 100%. getting my boy. Uh, if I'm around, no one's mixing Nick's paint without his consent. Exactly. And that easily bang, bang. The, Done. The only, the only problem I have with Thelma and Louise is that she didn't just shoot first, ask questions later. You know, she gets him off with, she's like, Hey, I'll fucking shoot you. And the guy's like, gets off for a second. He's like, man, I, Oh, it's just a woman. I'm going to continue doing what I wanted to do. And then she's like, all right, now you get got fam. <laughs> now you got dog. Gotta get going. Now you got to take, now you got to take this lead, dude. Hope you hope you're hungry for a lead salad. We couldn't do Thelma and Louise. We couldn't do Cody and Nick because if we shot somebody for raping us as two white men, we get off scot-free, baby, in Texas? Yeah. Are you we're, kidding me? We don't feel like we're on the run from the law. When we were talking, we put them in Louise, we started talking about it before that. And he's like, you know, I, it's tough because you're just like, go to the cops. And then it's like, oh, wait, no woman. It's very rare for women to be believed by the cops in these situations. Yes. Did, did you shoot a white man? Oh, in we have Texas? the death penalty for you, bitches. Yeah. Get ready you can't for shoot that. a white man in Texas. That's not gonna fly that, down there. In our Ted, Cru- Ted Cruz himself will come. They can't you. go to Texas. That's the one. That's the one thing about their friendship. And I know they get into it, but I'm saying if we're best friends, by the point in which we're on a road trip, or I've already murdered for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should I should know all of your secrets by that point. Because yeah, because the whole point is Thelma's like, hey man, 
I know we need to get to Mexico to ditch this rap that we're about to be taking. We, but it's like, cool. Then let's drive through Texas. You know, we're trying to go to Mexico, the largest border part of it. And she's, and just being like, I can't go through Texas. That's a crazy thing to say too. It's one thing to have a city that you're like, Hey man, I can't go back to Sioux Falls. Like there's a world where you do something, Cody, and then you move up here. And I'm like, Oh, Hey man, I got, I got, I was going to go run to Sioux Falls to go see some other friends. Did you want to come so you can see some of your friends? And you're like, man, I ain't allowed back there. After what I did, I can't go back. But the whole damn state? And and the second largest. You're going (laughs) to tell me the second you step foot in any town in Texas, they're like, Thelma's here? Oh, she knows what she did. Dude, okay, what would you have to do? All right, I'm talking about we install a system in the state of Texas. So the second – what would I have to do? We use me. We won't use Thelma. If I step in Texas, that the purge siren just goes off throughout the whole state. I mean, it's not, here's the thing. It's not that I don't believe Texas as a state could be that petty. It's not that I have troubles believing that, that they would, it would, they could find something to hate. I just don't know what, I mean, cause I'm like, what, what did you say that? Like the Alamo, like we're glad you lost the Alamo. I don't know. O- Oklahoma's better. This like Oklahoma sooner is a better school. Yeah. That's right. I mean, okay. even, even George Strait provides maybe the best reason. For why he can't go back to Texas. That's because all of his exes live there. And that oh, makes God. sense. If you're yeah, George Street. It could be play- the same for Thelma too. Maybe she just ran roughshod across the state trying to find love. Just banging work. in every town. And it's just like, man, it's not worth it's not worth me running into an ex yeah. at a bar. I know, Here's- I know, I know San Antonio is the what like is the largest city in America or one of the largest. Man, I just I might run into Ricky and I just can't can't, can't risk it. Can't run that risk, even though. Both of these relationships are ride or die. This is friendship at its it's most rare and most strong. I agree. And I love, I mean, the thing I love about JD and Turk is obviously, I think you see the, the ways in which they've helped each other kind of grow. And there's always a lot of like, they're never afraid to call each other out on being like kind of yeah. dumb when JD gets Elizabeth Banks pregnant and he's like, maybe I'm just going to run away. And Turk's like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're yeah. going to go back and take care of that kid, dude. What the? So this is what I like, okay? JD and Turk, we get to see years and years of a relationship mature and evolve as women are involved, as kids come in, as kids leave, as people that they're both friends with come and go, you know? We get to see it all through the dynamic of work and the relationship. Thelma and Louise, the second a new man is involved, they shoot him, kill him, and flee the country. Now, I'm just saying maybe that friendship can't handle the type of stress that J.D. and Turk can. I mean, I will say there the conclusion of the movie does imply that at some point it does get a, the, the heat gets a little too hot. Yeah, the heat gets a little hot. The heat got a little hot. And they were like, because here's my thing, Cody. I love you. Like, I, and you know that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In a world where we have committed multiple crimes now, we've robbed banks, which is one thing that I do like that they did that I I want for our friendship. But I just don't think we're gonna do is if rob we, a bank. No, here's the thing: if we're fleeing the country because we've already done something, a crime of passion to protect one another, I think we just hit a few banks on the way to build up that scratch. You know? Oh, uh, I guess yeah. Oh, that's kind of what they do. But yeah, that's what they do. But I would also just hang out in prison with you. Just five. Like, yeah. Why do we have? To, we don't have to drive off a fucking cliff, bro. I don't. But here's need... the problem: you know they wouldn't put us in the same cell. I know, but we the likelihood we'd still end up in the same prison. We committed the exact same crime, so it's not like they're going to be like, "Well, he's going to go to state max because he did more fucked I, up shit." I we worry did the same though. Crimes. I worry though, since it's supposed to be punitive, that they'll see how powerful our friendship is and not allow it. <sighs> Gotta yeah. worry about stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm lucky in JD and Turk. 
I think their friendship lasts forever. It is. I mean that I will, I will agree there. And it's got healthy boundaries and it's got healthy. It's just healthy. It's a good friendship. It is a healthy support each other through things that are hard. Right. And also in a world where Catherine steals my life savings and then runs out on you, we're going to have some talks, Cody. I'm not going to be too happy (laughs) in in a world where I, I mean, now you may say, Nick, I don't know why you brought all of your life savings in a duffel bag and, (laughs) and, and why, why you did that. Didn't, I mean, sure. I wouldn't have suspected my wife to do that, but she did. I'm, I'm not going to be super chill about it. No, she's, Hey, first of all, she saw an opportunity and she took it. I can't be mad about that. Are you, so is it the part where even though she's left you like, I mean, there was there was some money in that bag, man. Like, I, you she, get we get why she did it. She's a traveler, dude. She's probably it's like where do you think she is? Oh, man, she could be she's anywhere the wind, in the world dude. now, she dude. Could be any, with that much money, anywhere in the world. Anywhere in the world, dude. She's gonna travel. She's gonna see the world now because of you. And I honestly, I'm happy for her. In a weird, I know she's left me, but I'm happy that she's gonna get the adventure she always wanted. All right, we'll move JD and Turk on. Next up, we have the best friend stable in AEW, All Elite Wrestling. If you're not familiar with what a stable is, it's just a group of friends. These happen to be the best friends, though. Literally, it's their name. That is their name. That is what they go by. That is what they're called. If for those of you who aren't wrestling, if you remember who like NWO was or Degeneration X, people did suck it. That's a stable. But these are their own stable, and they're like, no, we're better friends than anyone else. Their thing. They don't tell people to suck it. They don't throw up the wolf, the the NWO wolf. No, they hug. They literally they hug. hug. All they do is give each other in, in match when they should be fighting. They're like they take hug breaks. Because that's how important their friendship is to each other. Exactly. Who else takes hug breaks in the middle of a fight? Me and Nick. That's exactly what we would do. That's why we're. That's why we are not good at fighting. That's. It's why we've lost many a fight. Because once you hug, you've made it a lot easier. People have beat you up. You've tied up your hands. <laughs> sometimes our legs. Sometimes yeah. we get into it. Yeah. Going up against Calvin and Hobbs. Now some are going to argue. You know, Hobbs, imaginary character, not real. But can we? Can we, in Calvin's world, he is real. He is real. He and is First real of all, if someone you care about something that much and that strong, yeah, it feels real. It is real. This friendship's real. Is Calvin absolutely insane? Yes, but he's a child and children are allowed to be insane. You're allowed to at that time. So like, don't take that away from him. Don't be like, he doesn't, how could you include some fake? Did you, Nick, did you have imaginary friends? I've never brought this up. Is oh, that you did? I had imaginary universe. Oh. I had a full world encapsulated in my brain where I was like at basically it was like a mix. Cause at the time I was really into Spider-Man and Harry Potter. Hell so yeah. Spider I, Potter, dude. So I was like in a world where I was like going to essentially what now would be called like my hero academia, but I wasn't a fucking anime nerd then. And I'm not now. I only know that <laughs> reference. Cause if you, Justin, fuck you, that's all your, that's all your best friendship has d- brought into me is dumb anime knowledge that I don't want to have, but it was, but it was basically a school for superheroes. And so I had, a clique of friends who had a lot of different powers. And then we became, and then through the ages, we became superheroes. And I lived in that world for a while. That's good. And you can't tell me that those people, like, I know, I know those people aren't real. I know it's all in my head, but hot damn it. Maybe, maybe those people through me giving them maybe some of my own trauma, I got to resolve my own shit through them. That's what it is. This is this is self-healing. This is what you're doing. Yeah. On my imaginary worlds where I this is my own brand of trauma that I brought to the table. I had rich, deep, developed imaginary worlds that I wasn't a part of. <laughs> you're just like, watching I, them exist. Yeah, I was you're just, just watching, watching the world. them exist. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like 
up in the sky watching like wow this would be so cool to be a part of easily could have been easily right. could imagine right, myself yeah. into it i'm making I was it right up. there thinking about it. i'm making it up my brain wouldn't allow me to add my own <laughs> being into it as we as we said in the last in the last episode group a go check it out yeah i've always been more of a main character guy <laughs> i'm out here doing the work i'm building doing all the, universe. the work i'm building yeah. the universe and i can't take part in it that's why i'm such a good dungeon master i think it's because I'll build a universe, but I don't, I don't want to play in it. Right. Well, it's. I mean, literally thinking of Dungeons and Dragons, I think with Calvin and Hobbes too, because you can't tell me that there's not a world where Calvin, as he grows up, doesn't get into Dungeons and Dragons and basically creates a cat folk rogue called Hobbes. Hobbes. Oh, for sure. Like, easy, and uses easy. that character in his, in, in D&D campaigns wow, with his friends. You, hey, that session was wild. Did you see Calvin's character? Yeah, that was so developed. He had so much lore and backstory. Session one. Session oh, was, oh. I didn't realize he was already... so into this. And it's like, I've been doing this since day one, dog. dog I've, I've been had... deep in the paint on this guy. Dude, I, yeah. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, that's what's gonna, that's where this world goes into. Is Hobbs just Here's becomes... the thing, though. You don't play enough Dungeons and Dragons to do this, but I know a lot of people who have a rich, strong character that they've created that they love to play, right? Yeah. So they'll they'll play it in a group, and then they'll, like, leave that group, and they'll join another group, and be like, well, I just made this character, and it's all the same motherfucker. And they'll the just odds? keep doing it. What are yeah, the they just like, yeah. But once again, too. And this is I I've you're right. I haven't played this much Dungeons and Dragons, but I played enough Dungeons and Dragons to know all this is is literally a form of like immersion therapy. People are processing trauma through their character. You're like, man, what why do all of these characters all of the characters have daddy issues, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Not important, not an important flavor to this story, but glad we know. Exactly. Oh, you don't like your dad either? Me neither. I hate my dad too. Here's the thing with best friends, though. Sometimes the best friends have to fight. And that's something I don't think real friendships have to deal with. Like they have to fight. Well, here's what I like about it's, it's their job. They're getting when paid it comes to, to the wrestling other. universe. The way mm -hmm. I think for anyone who's like in, not into wrestling, but if you like reality television, if you like a soap and opera, if you whatever, like reality television, you're not watching wrestling. You are missing out. Yeah. You are not because all it is is you take those conflicts that happen in reality television, and what they get to do is say, you know what, fuck you, let's go to the ring, or like I'll see you next Wednesday, bitch. Like yeah. in a world where you and I are in a wrestling universe where those yeah. where those are the rules and the laws, I do think you and I would love to kick ass. Yeah. Like, and also too, because we'd be in a wrestling universe, we'd be like way bigger and jacked. And bigger and jacked. It's and not our bodies. We're not, we're not fighting. We're wrestling. Very we're, And we're wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like any, because like you and I, it, you and I, if we wanted to have beef with a lot of people, I think we could. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you and we I. We could start some beef. We could start some stuff. Talk shit. All the time, but quietly in the corner of the bar where we're to like, each other, where we're like, look at this fucking asshole in these like in this cowboy hat. This motherfucker ain't a cowboy. Why yeah, I, I can start some hat? beef right now. There's a uh, Instagram thing going around of people playing uh, guess who without using any name. Like me and Nick made that up over ten years ago. Fucking We've been playing that game for ten proof. years. It was so. My sister, like, someone showed her a video of that recently, and my sister, like, to her credit, was like, "No, my brother invented that." <laughs> We've been doing that for so no, long. No, like, they were like, no, he didn't. Like, how do you know that? She's like, because I know over 10 years ago, my my <laughs> brother and his friend Cody were doing that in, in Vermilion, South Dakota. Yeah, at a bar, just playing. And like fun. showed, and like obviously showed people to the extent at which now they figured it out. <laughs> now yeah. it's gone, it, it, you know, and yeah, we would fight, I'd fight anyone over this, over this claim. I'd be like, fuck <laughs> no, you did. we did that. We're obviously the most original boys that have You've ever existed. <laughs> no one has had our thoughts and opinions and feelings. Original.
So yeah. So we can start some beef and fight. I uh. would fight. I think so. That's the thing is, I and I would love a world where you and I could take this shit talking to the next level. Here's my problem. Another thing with wrestling, and I love it. I love this thing about wrestling, but there is no true best friends in wrestling. Even the Golden Lovers, Kota Bushi and Kenny Omega, fight. Well, see, so that's okay. I think we have to go with Calvin and Hobbs. There's I think never been a friendship that's transcended wrestling. Look at Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They love hate each other for the rest of their lives. Fair, but but we have examples like the New Day. New, but I mean, to what you're saying, Cody, and to anyone who isn't aware, basically all friendships are designed to be torn apart. Yes, in in a way that is going to destroy any fans who loved those two people and never wanted them to hit each other. Something will happen where they have to, and now you're like. Boom. But but why? They were best friends. Exactly. So I, I think I have to lock in Calvin and Hobbs because we know that's a true friendship and it lasts forever. You don't want to uh, main event WrestleMania with me? I mean, you know, because we we are store, you know, we were best friends, won the title. No, here's the deal. Yeah, of course I want to do it, but I'm going to whoop that ass. <laughs> but that's when so it like, happens. <laughs> that's like- so- and it's harder to be best friends after you whoop that ass. Yeah. Once, and once, yeah, how are you going to feel looking me in the eyes the next day knowing decisively? That I whooped that ass. That you took the title off of me. And I whooped, not only that, but I fucking whooped you in front of billions of people watching on TV. Yeah, it's going to be hard to come back from. It's hard to get a beer. I would never, you know I'd never apologize. I'd bring it up at every Christmas and Thanksgiving. Every, every. I'm, what are you thankful for? I'm thankful that I whooped that, my best friend's ass so bad that I took his title and embarrassed him in front of the world. Yeah. Why do you say that? Cody, it's Easter. You don't have to say what you're thankful for. (laughs) Just like, just like to keep that, just remind everyone I did do that shit. A whoop yeah. that ass. So all right. So we have JD and Turk going up against Calvin and Hobbs. I mean, JD and Turk, what's what's great about that? I mean, these are this is, I think, a very, a very common story, right? Two best friends meet in college. For them, it's medical school. Or well, no, it's college. And then they go to yeah. medical school together. Yes. Yeah. So they meet in college, right? Roommates in college. And then so through randomness, they then forge a best friendship. That then inspires them. They go become doctors together and then, you know, continue to support each other professionally. Watch the other one, you know, as they both end up in relationships and you see. They live the whole lives together. Yeah. You know, you see that. What I'm saying, Calvin and Hobbes, since he's an imaginary friend and he does show up as Calvin ages a little bit. We've seen some strips that get into that. Yeah. But he only shows up when Calvin's going through extreme trauma or extreme periods of change. Sure. Absolutely. That's when you need a best friend and want a best friend. But sometimes you just want a best friend to go have a few brewskis and watch the big game. Yeah. And and he should invite Hobbs to that more. You I don't know, think I he think gets that's... to invite Hobbs. I think Hobbs is a trauma response that shows up. I guess that's fair. Because I guess, yeah. in I mean, as an adult person who doesn't, generally speaking, dive back into those worlds I created, it's not that I don't think about them. It's not that yeah. I don't like, but it's yeah. usually <laughs> to that point where it's like, well, if yeah. you, so if you don't, if you could close your mind's eye, I want you to do that. We're going to do a little, yeah. little therapy session. I want you okay. to go back to that world, but I want it to be what time it is now. Your friends that you were like with, chilling and vibing in school with, are any of them teaching there or any, what's going on? Oh, dog. I mean, I don't want to get too into this. I've stayed in the world. <laughs> yeah, just, like I do, but I just watch now. It's just not as active. It wasn't like when I was 10 hours. Just in my mind, just or maybe using action figures. Now it's mostly like I pop in and out. So Are yeah, guys. Oh, they they got. I married? have a Bart. Bart's the teacher now. Goes by Bartholomew. He's okay. a he's a he's like one of the teachers there. Uh, me, 
and uh, Erica are married, have okay. wonderful children. We are <laughs> like the super, like super family, kind of like the Incredibles now. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I mean, without getting too deep, I hope anyone who has kept a long-term fake imaginary world going, I hope this heals you. I hope you hear that like another person <laughs> is doing Dude. it too. Don't worry about it. I'm not there all the time, but every now and again, especially, I, it's more of a, not trauma though. It's more of a procrastination response. Yeah. Mine was definitely more, like I watched a lot of, I played a lot of Resident Evil, watched a lot of Buffy. So my thing was literally called Sunnyvale and it was like a fucking Resident Evil nightmare place. So Jesus. my stuff, yeah, my shit's a lot different than yours, fucking my dude. Dark. No, we were, <laughs> it mostly just was like Hogwarts. And then now it's more of like a Metropolis world kind of like future sci-fi happy world. Mine's like- Where if, I'm a superhero. Mine's like if Resident Evil happened, but it's kind of under control. Like some <laughs> cities you can't go to because it's still sure. popular. It's kind of like a more, a darker, but more uh, Buffy inspired The Walking Dead. Yes, I see where I see where you go. Yeah, you you also get the chance to have some demons and some devils and uh, yeah, but uh, like people werewolf. still have people still have towns with like electricity and like they get to go have ice cream socials and shit. Are there still cool punk rock clubs? Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got also. Think, there's some werewolves that are just cool. Do you think? Okay, in a world in post-apocalyptic world, yeah. Do you think at that point is metal slash like punk music, hardcore music? necessary it's necessary yeah dude but i'm saying yeah. everything is already so violent right your existence is violent oh yeah so maybe you want to put at what That's point true. new music that you need i'm not saying that like if i have to go kill a horde of zombies yes fucking crank up slayer let's fucking mm. rain some blood down but after it's done no i will say that in my uh dark twisted fantasy world thank you kanye west for the name there definitely is carly ray jepsen she's there and like, she's, I have still, to imagine, she's still our Canadian pop princess, you know? She's I what just we think needed. the pop music gets thematically darker, but maybe not tonally. Like, the music okay. is still bright, but, it's like, it's not like, Call Me Maybe. It's just, like... It's basically the Interventions in Lullabies, the format album. It's the poppiest, happiest folk album you've ever heard. Every song's about killing yourself. Yeah, exactly. Where it's, exactly, like, it's, yeah. just, it's like, it's not Call Me Maybe. It's, like, I'm going to call that hotline again and see. I'm falling in <laughs> love with my suicide line operator, you know? Oh, like, yeah, dude. It's shit like that where you're like, I mean, it's a mate that's so beautiful, but man, that's some heavy shit. But you're like, I get that's what I'm going I through. I get like, it, dog. Yeah. Fuck, man, it's hard out there. I can't listen to really rage music because I don't want to be in that place all the time. But I do need someone who understands. I'm glad we solved that. Thank you for solving that. Thank you. I, I mean, I think I, I gotta go JD and I mean it's just I gotta go JD. It's not fair. Too. It, let's be clear too to anyone here. It didn't matter which bracket these guys were in. No, not really. It was gonna be a tough but, one to upset, at least for now. Final four, we're a little more respectful, but JD and Turk for us is just, it's just also, it is like, I mean, just from like a pop culture lens too, it is like their friendship is considered to be like, as well as like Turk and his uh, marriage. They never did anything for the sake of drama in the show. It's like, no, that's a real friendship. Like these, they don't like JD and Turk don't get in like a massive fight and then don't talk for a year. No, they just get for the drama of, fights, of the show, but it's nothing huge. And they resolve it like friends yeah. do. Like they, it's a very realistic portrayal of like what it's like when you see your friends slipping up and like calling them out. And so it's like, it is just one of the better examples in pop culture 
for like what friendship can look like. So, so we, we're not just picking this because they're their favorites. It's actually really important to pop culture, just so you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just so you know. JD and Turk moving on to that final four, and that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want about Chaboys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, wherever you're listening to this, make sure you hit that like, that follow, that subscribe. Definitely getting more active this uh, this series on, on Facebook uh, and Instagram, asking for your opinions, your feedback. This whole bracket was basically uh, was given to us. Bailey made the suggestion, and then the motorboaters filled it in for us. So thank you Absolutely. all for that as well. Yes, we appreciate it. If you want to be a part of that world, if you want to talk with Nick, maybe I'll jump in. I don't know. Friendly Comp Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or you can email us, Friendly Competition Podcast at gmail.com. It's all up in there. It's all there. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro to our music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. Group Z coming out on Monday. But until then, I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.